Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast, Thrifting Ain't Easy. My name is Erica, and I want to thank you guys so much for being patient with me. As you can tell, I have spent a little bit of time away from the microphone, but I am back and better than ever. You might be wondering where I've been, and if you listened to the last episode I did, you would know that I headed to Southern California to do a huge thrifting wholesale, etc. type trip, and I am here to report back as promised, even though it has been a couple of weeks since I lasted this podcast, but I'm back, you guys. I'm so sorry for the long time delay, but... I've just been super busy. I'm going to be transparent. Last week, I had my busiest and top-selling week since Christmas. So getting all of the mystery boxes out, getting all of my orders out has been pretty hectic. So with that being said, I have kind of cooled off a little bit. Not too much because summer is my busiest month. But um, yeah, I've cooled off a little bit and I am back and ready to podcast with you guys. So the first thing that I want to do when I am back on this podcast is discuss all things Los Angeles, all things LA fashion district. I want to tell you guys what I got, what I scored, and what is left of what I got. <laughs> Let's be honest, this has been a pretty busy few weeks for me since I got back from California. And let's just say I filled a big suitcase full of t-shirts. I shipped a box back from California, a 16 by 16 by 16 box back from California, and had a couple other bags put into our other packages, our other luggages, and we don't have that much left between me and my mom um, over these last two weeks, so definitely need to go back to California. But yeah, I want to thank you guys so much for being patient with me. I had an amazing trip. I am safe and sound back home on the East Coast, but my heart definitely is the West Coast, and that trip to California made me so excited for what is to come. Um, I don't think I've discussed this on the podcast, but I do plan on moving out to California um, after I graduate from college. So this trip just kind of confirmed it because I'll just get into it after. (laughs) But I want to thank you guys so much for being patient with me. And let's get into the episode where I spill all the details on shopping at the Los Angeles Fashion District. So to start off of this episode, I want to kind of discuss the differences I noticed pre versus post. Well, not post. We are very much still in this pandemic. Please still wear your mask, et cetera, et cetera. But pre and I would say mid-end pandemic of what I noticed about the Saturday sales and shopping at Santee Alley. First things first, as I've talked about in my other episode, if you want to take a listen to that to know what I'm talking about, um, in my, I want to say it's shopping at the LA Fashion District podcast episode. Anyways, in that, I talked about the process of how Monday through Friday is the time where 
the fashion district is really just open to wholesale people, people who are looking to buy in bulk, people who are looking to start actual boutique stores or bring in that kind of stuff to their closets. And then Saturday is called the Saturday sale where every regular wholesale retailer brings out their sample sales, brings out designs of years past, et cetera, et cetera. They bring that out and they get those things sold individually for a dollar, two dollars, three dollars, five dollars, up to ten dollars really. And yeah, so I wanted to talk about that versus now. Pre-pandemic days, it was that layout. Monday through Friday is a wholesale district and then Saturday is open to the public with no um, license needed. Now, one thing that I noticed, because Santee Alley was shut down for a almost, well, I would say a couple months, um, a few months in LA because of the coronavirus pandemic, um, now every day is Saturday sale, which is crazy to me to think that all of these stores have so much inventory, but it makes sense if you think about it for having these small businesses shut down for months and months on end where most of the people depend on this kind of stuff. Um, having them be able to sell to the public, which is the biggest draw of money right now, is an amazing opportunity for them to bring in wholesale and public people to make money generate all throughout the days. So I ended up going to Santiali. We went to Santiali, I would say three days. We stayed in LA for seven days. And I would say about three of those seven days, we were somehow, some way shopping on Santiali in the fashion district. So it was a lot going on. We could go at any time and see those same vendors, see those same sellers, have those same great deals. And a couple of my favorite shops were open and that was so much fun. I didn't really see any businesses closed. Um, I was so proud. People were wearing masks. People were being respectful. Yes, there were a lot of people, but we ate. I never felt unsafe at all during my time at Santee Alley because of the fact that a lot of these people were taking it serious and they don't want to get shut down because, um, you know, the pandemic was still raging. I went about two weeks ago from June. So just to put that in perspective, we still had mask mandates, but in the middle of my trip, they actually lifted it. But regardless of that, people were still wearing their mask in Santee Alley. Businesses were still open at a lower capacity, but still nonetheless open. And yeah. So the Saturday sale was just kind of a continuous thing this time in Santee Alley to generate and make up for lost revenue of last year. I absolutely love shopping small, love shopping local, and love supporting people. And having the opportunity to go back and support these um, mom and pop type of clothing stores was amazing for me and I know it was amazing for them to kind of just make up for how hard 2020 was um, of a year for these people. So going to Santee Alley was a nonstop party. There was every day something going on. Everybody had their tents outside or they would have an indoor sale, but the main goal was to bring in and generate some revenue for these people who had lost so much in 2020. So yeah, the difference between pre-pandemic and now, I would say definitely is the fact that there is not just a Saturday sale. It is almost like an everyday sale where you can do so much and have so much fun and get to support local and 
have amazing food. They had so much food this time. So it was really great to experience. And I absolutely love Los Angeles. And going back oh, made me miss it so much. So I want to talk about some of the contents that I found as a certified wholesaler, I guess I would say. Well, retailer. Um, there are a couple of shops in Santee Alley where you do need that business license. And one of our favorite shops is Joya, Joya Accessories, J-O-I-A. If you are looking to expand your accessory game, if you are looking to add new nice purses, if you have a boutique and you are looking for ways to bring in those bags, belts, jewelry, packaging supplies, sunglasses, anything you need, I 10 out of 10 recommend Joya. And here is the beauty about going to the fashion district versus shopping online. If you can't make it out to LA, don't sweat it. However, when you do get to go out to LA and you get to shop in person at Joya, that's why it's one of my favorite. And it's also the biggest wholesaler in all of the fashion district. Um, Joya gives all people who come in store half off of the online price. Everything is priced like it would be online. So when you get wholesale glasses, we got so many boxes of glasses. They are originally $48. When you come in store, they are now $24 for a dozen sunglasses. So that's $2 a piece versus what it would have been with the $48. So with that being said, you get to save money by just shopping and coming out to LA. That to me is a win-win. I also, we had other reasons for going to Los Angeles, but a huge reason was I just love going to Joya and getting to see the selection because it's so much different than going online and looking through there and then paying full price for it at the same time. So I'm going to go through what we got at our Joya trip and then we'll go through the small businesses that I also supported. Um, so first things first, at Joya, we got a bunch of belts. My mom also sells mystery boxes. If you want to check out her shop, she does more of the e-girl type of thing. And her shop is Sugar Babes Shop on Etsy, so feel free to shop that. Um, she got a bunch of grommet belts that she needed for her mystery boxes. They were all $1.50 each, which is an amazing price if you have ever looked at how much belts cost in the real world. So um, $1.50 each for some grommet belts. We got three boxes of sunglasses at $24 for a dozen. Um, so that has been an amazing thing. We've already sold some, so happy to have dropped that and gotten those translated. Um, Joya has a lot of scrunchies. Scrunchies are a big thing for me because of my business. Um, and Joya does have a lot of different scrunchies. Um, I got some long tail scrunchies, two packs of those. And I got those, I got a dozen for $7, which is a really good price, which they would have been 14 online, but I got them for seven. So I'm very happy about that. Um, I got a bunch of organza bags. For packaging, this was cheaper than what I would have paid on Amazon, so I definitely hooked them up and got those. I think they were $1.50 each for a dozen, which is an amazing price. Um, we got some jewelry. We got some jewelry to sell. I got some necklaces ranging from $1 to $2. Um, and I'm trying to 
think, because at Joya it was a $100 minimum, but those three boxes of sunglasses might have helped us a lot getting that. So I think that may be it from what we got from Joya. Um, nonetheless, Joya was still an amazing experience. They renovated it since the last time I went there. Joya is much more high tech, much more lighted, and much more um, open. And they have so many new things dropping at Joya. So if you are in the boutique business, if you are in the small business realm, physical store realm, or even if you want to step up your Poshmark game, um, I would recommend shopping Joya online. Or if you are in the SoCal area, I would recommend going to the LA Fashion District to go to Joya. They have so many different handbags, um, sunglasses, hats, gloves, um, jewelry. You think of it and you need it accessory-wise, Joya has it. And almost all of the boutiques that you see order from Fashion Go. Um, if you haven't listened to my past episode, you would know that Fashion Go is what Santee Alley and the LA Fashion District is. Fashion Go is the huge wholesale supplier for boutiques and small businesses around the United States. The Fashion Go headquarters is located right there. You order off of fashiongo.com, and they go to those stores, pick up your packages, and ship it off to you from one site platform. But yeah, so um, if you have seen some amazing bags or sunglasses that you most likely want from these cute boutiques, you can find them at Joya and other places on Fashion Go, which is basically all of the LA Fashion District. As for what I got at some of the other small businesses and other small wholesale suppliers that aren't as big as Joya, I found so many different t-shirts. Um, so oh, I just want to run through it. I got a suitcase full of t-shirts for $2 and $2.50. Normally the t-shirts that I put in my mystery boxes come from Goodwill and they can go as much as $3 now because Goodwill is going up on their prices. So that's not fun. Um, they can go as much as $3 now, but I was able to get them from, for a deal in Los Angeles for $2, some for $2.50, but nonetheless, I love them. The ones that I got for $2.50 and the $2 ones from LA, the difference is I did not have to thrift them. All of these came from the wholesale fashion district, which means all of these were new with or without tags. All of these were unworn. All of these were in perfect condition. I did not have to thrift. I did not have to worry about it being too worn, it being too used. These were all new and from what goes to the tourist shops throughout the city of Los Angeles, throughout the city of Hollywood, Beverly Hills. They had all those types of shirts, the Newport beaches, um, even some from San Francisco and Vegas. But they had they make them at the wholesale fashion district and then distribute them to the small businesses in town or the large businesses in town that sell these $20 LA t-shirts. So I was able to bring those in and get those for as low as $2 a piece, cutting down on my cost, which would normally be $3 from the Goodwill. And they are new and in amazing and beautiful condition. I've already had so many different compliments and I have already almost sold all of the t-shirts that I got. And when I tell you guys, I have a huge suitcase that I got for my birthday last year and I got to use it for my birthday this year. Um, because if you didn't know, my birthday also lied on that trip to LA. I want to say the 
the trip to Ali was a business trip, but at the same time, it was definitely a birthday trip. I turned 21, and what other place would I want to turn 21 than in the city of Los Angeles? Anyways, but I filled a huge suitcase that I got from a birthday last year um, with t-shirts, and I am now happy to present that they are almost all gone. I have sold so many t-shirts in the past two weeks um, since being back from LA, and yeah, I've saved so much money by going going to the district and shopping directly. So it was definitely a fun trip for me and it paid off. It has really paid off. Um, so yeah. There were some other small businesses and other small shops that we went to. They were having huge sales like a dollar jewelry or a dollar hair clips, accessories, belts even. Belts are a big thing for um, some accessories that I add and my mom adds to her mystery boxes. Um, so we were able to do that. We were able to go into there. We went into a couple wholesale boutiques and grabbed some sample sale items. Um, we added a bunch of kind of night out type of things, some unique pieces that you really can't find anywhere but the LA Fashion District. Um, I found some really cute vintage tank tops that I will be dropping on my Depop pretty soon. I found some Coconut Girl aesthetic things. If you don't know, um, you should know actually because I talked about this in my last podcast episode, but one trend that it will be here this summer is called the Coconut Girl trend where it is the beachy, flowery, visco girl meets Hawaiian girl theme and that's going to be a big thing for the summer and I was able to get some perfect Coconut Girl tank tops for the summer months and I have already sold one so I'm very happy about that. Um, we've got so many different wholesale things that don't pertain to our mystery boxes that we can sell individually on the Poshmarks and the Depops of our platforms. So um, that has been a huge blessing. And yeah, we added some shorts, tank tops. Um, I saw many dresses. There were so many different outfits um, that will be in this summer. Um, so yeah, the supply was definitely endless at Santee Alley. It's about 96 blocks of pure shopping. Um, there were so many swimsuit shops, so many sunglass shops. There were so many boutique, retro, vintage, gothic even, rock bands, those kind of things. There were so many different shops. Every niche that you have can be met at Santee Alley. So if you were thinking about going, I recommend it because I just simply had the time of my life and to see all of these businesses open and thriving was such a huge reward for me. And, you know, getting these new things out, getting these new items out and being able to add more to my closet, add more to my mom's closet and potentially even start a separate thing for both of us to do has been a huge blessing to be able to go to California and shop physically for everything that we want and talk to these resellers face-to-face -face about what we want in the future too. Now you guys might be wondering, how did thrifting in Los Angeles go? Let's just say it was pretty hard. One of my favorite things to do is go to the Goodwill bins. If you guys have listened to my Goodwill bins podcast episode, you will know that the first Goodwill bins I ever went to was in LA. With that being said, we tried to return to the glory land. We tried to return to one of my favorite places on earth and it was so complicated. We couldn't go thrifting. I went on that vacation on that trip and the only thing I did was wholesale shop. I didn't get to 
actually Ben's shop because it was so complicated. They had this thing where you had to show up at 7 a.m. to get a ticket to come back later. We didn't know that and we didn't care enough to know that because you could get a ticket at 7 a.m. and not be invited to come back at noon. We were so busy in L.A. that we couldn't just sit there and wait and wait and wait until they called our ticket number all day long to go shopping at the Goodwill Bins. So we just ditched it. We never went to the Goodwill Bins, but um, we did end up going to a Goodwill store. We went to a Goodwill store in, I want to say Melrose or near Melrose, a Goodwill near Melrose, I want to say. It was a really good one. Um, I found a lot of things that I needed. The thrifting was pretty great. Um, the prices were not favorable for me and my East Coast self having the East Coast prices made me miss it a little bit because I realized that um, it's way more expensive to thrift there, but the thrifting was all right. I got a couple things that I needed, but for my mystery boxes, but besides that, it was kind of slim to none. It was very picked over. I didn't see many brand names. Um, so yeah, Thrifting was okay, but I was very disappointed that I didn't even get to go to the bins because of the huge line and weirdness of the whole situation. I don't know. But yeah, so that's my report on thrifting in LA. It was kind of a bust, but the wholesale district definitely made up for it. So yeah, getting to go to California was a huge eye-opener for me. I got to leave the East Coast and go out to the West Coast to see what the people are wearing, to see what the people are doing, and see what these shops are selling right now. So it was a huge honor. Um, this is my official ode to tell you guys that the LA Fashion District is back and truly better than ever. Going out to the West Coast, I also got to see so many different styles that I will definitely be taking with me on the East Coast this summer. As you guys know, two places in the United States where you can expect to see a fashion show on every street, Los Angeles, California, and New York, New York. So going to LA, I got to see so many different styles. I saw people wearing trench coats in the desert. I saw skinny sunglasses. I saw oversized sunglasses. But one thing that I did see a lot of is some flare jeans. The 70s are back. I keep telling you guys, TikTok keeps telling me the 70s will be back this summer so make sure you are on the right side of the trend bring out those flare jeans bring out those funky bright colors and serve up some different looks that you might not be seeing on in your local thrift store serve up some looks that you might have to get from some wholesale suppliers and bring into your shop to let the people know that you're funky you're groovy and you're up with the style this summer so again i want to thank you guys so much for listening to this week's podcast episode this was such fun reporting back live from los angeles california i don't know why i just said live i'm not there sadly but i am already trying to figure out the next time i can go who knows but again, I want to thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I will be back next week to my regularly scheduled content where I inform you guys. And you might be getting an episode about Amazon merch from me. 
you know, I've, a couple months ago, I was telling you guys about some passive income things, and Merch by Amazon was one of them, and you might be hearing from me about Merch by Amazon. Is it good? Is it bad? I don't know. You guys are just going to have to wait and find out, so. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's podcast episode. If you were thinking about booking your trip to Los Angeles, I say do it. Let's go. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.